Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, this week on the Uncommon Team Podcast, we are doing part two of a series that we are calling Winning the Battle of Anxiety with our special guest, Karis Snyder. She's a podcaster, she's a speaker, she's an author, and her main purpose that God has called her to is to talk about how mental health and faith go together. All right, so let's get started with part two of this series. So last week, we barely got started into this conversation before we ran out of time. And so last week, we talked a lot about perfection and how we need to let that go because it causes anxiety. Well, this week, we're going to pick up on some key things that Karis did in order to really overcome the depression and the anxiety that almost took her life. All right, Karis, we are so excited to have you back again this week. Last week, we talked a lot about how anxiety for you started at a very young age, at the age of six years old. Now, I know a lot of these girls are walking through similar things. I get emails all of the time from teen girls asking for prayer over mental health because they're feeling very anxious or overwhelmed or depressed. So Karis, starting out this week... Let's start talking about what are some of the things that these teen girls can do today in order to really win that battle of anxiety. The first thing that I think of that really kind of helped me walk through changing my thoughts, and it was a process of this, was to write them down. I needed to write them down. Journaling, to me, at first, I kind of balked at it and was like, no, no, that's that's too cheesy. But then I realized, hey, this is really powerful. And I would just get the first ones that I use were just those ordinary college ruled line notebooks that you can get. They're like 50, 75 cents, maybe a dollar. And then I would write down every negative thought because those would be what would come into my head. The negative thoughts about myself, catastrophe thinking about worst case scenarios within school, within leadership roles, friend groups. So writing all of those thoughts out And not even, I wouldn't even allow myself to worry about punctuation or how neat it was. And that was a, again, it was a process, but as fast as those thoughts would come out, I would write them down and get them out just as fast as I could. The page sometimes would be filled with words. Sometimes it would be just a couple of sentences, but then what I would do is I would rip those pages out of that notebook and I would throw them away, but then I needed to take it a step further. I had to replace those negative thoughts. Because at first I was not doing that. And those negative thoughts would come back and they would bring friends. Like they would bring multiple thoughts. Now it wasn't just anxiety. Now it was dread and despair and depression. So I had to 
replace those negative thoughts with truth. And so when I say truth, what I would have to do is I'd have to get in my Bible and look up what does God say about these situations. And I would have to write down those scriptures. And I will be honest with you. I Yes, I grew up in the church, but I didn't know. I didn't know what all the Bible would say about certain situations. So I would search it up. I would get on Google and I would look up what does God's word say about sleep? What does God's word say about who I am? How I was created? Is there a plan, you know, for my life? And I would write down those scriptures. And sometimes I would write, have to write them down multiple times, just day after day. Then I would say it out loud. I would have myself in a place where I could say it out loud because I had to hear it, not just write it, but I had to hear myself say it. And there would be times where I would say them and I would just be straight up honest with God and say, hey, I don't believe this about myself today. Help my unbelief. Help me to believe it. I know your word is true. Help me to, to believe it. And so that was one of the things that I had to do. Write it down take it captive, release it and replace it with truth. So I would say that was a big one for me. Another one that I have learned how to practice more and more is gratitude. Just the power of gratitude. As I've studied different ways to deal with anxiety, scientists have done so many studies on gratitude and they have seen that it is a built-in anxiety blocker. Our brains can't be gracious, can't be grateful and thankful at the same time. So when you can shift your perspective on good things around you, not that we're avoiding the bad, but that we are looking for the good. So practicing that, looking for, I mean, getting very specific. When I get up in the morning, what are three things I'm thankful for today? And it's so fun because teens and even kids, they're good at looking for specific things. It might be a favorite pair of shoes, a favorite hoodie. Maybe it is a favorite item that you're going to have for lunch that day. And then when you get done, before you go to bed at night, what were three good things, new things that you can do? And that's another thing you can journal as well. But as you challenge yourself to practice gratitude, that will, it shifts everything for you, how you feel, how you think, how you look at the world. So those two things have been very helpful. And I would say to social media, be very careful about your social media usage, how much that you're on there. If some of you have parents who put time frame that you can be on social media and some of you don't have social media. And I say this to you because I know that you may have a different perspective and I want you to know I respect your perspective. All I ask is that you would think of have a hearing a different one. If we are on social media four or five or more hours a day, our brains tend to be more anxious because uh, we're constantly getting that blue light. It's constantly feeding our brain and it's like our brain kind of gets overwhelmed with information, but we're also getting overwhelmed with comparison looking at these filtered highlight reels, highlight pictures and comparing our behind the scenes. So if you find that you are doing that, comparing yourself, your own social media, several hours a day, pull back, take one hour off, unfollow accounts that make you feel very negative about yourself. I would definitely do those things. If you find that you are constantly wanting to keep your snap streaks alive or you're, you, that is feeding you, maybe as a friend group, say, hey, let's go 24 hours and break our streaks together and see what happens. See what a 24-hour detox 
can do for your brain. Even for us as adults, we need to do that. It's not just for you guys. We need to do that as well. And if your phones are in your room and you go to bed at night, consider charging them somewhere else. Because what do we do? We're like, oh, I got to check just one more thing. I do it. I'm guilty. And I check the one more thing and then I start to scroll. And now it is midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning, and we're exhausted the next day. So if you can get your phone out of the room so you're not checking it so that it's not, you know, keeping you from getting the rest you need, that is another thing that I, I truly think can help you. And if you're not on social media, continue to wait. I promise you it's worth it to just wait to find different ways to communicate and stay, you know, connected with with your friend group but those are the first ones that come to mind when i think of some quick things that that you guys can do at your age to begin to combat those anxious thoughts those and a lot of times i think that's where anxiety comes for teens is through our thoughts you know what you're thinking what your belief is about yourself so I, hopefully those things can kind of help you begin your process in dealing with anxiety wouldn't you say that too that this is really a process for them to begin to learn how to respond, and what's going to work best for them. Absolutely, it is. Romans 12, 2 says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's what she's talking about when she says, replacing those thoughts with God's word. That's exactly what we're doing is we're basically lining up our words to be in agreement with what God says about us. And it says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good acceptable and perfect will of God. And that word perfect means mature. So whenever you start to renew your mind, it gets better. It's that good that this verse is talking about. And then the more that you do it, the more that you do it, the more that you do it, it becomes acceptable or even better where it's like, oh, this is, this is good. Like I'm accepting the truth of who God says I am. And then it matures. And then when those negative thoughts and thoughts of anxiety start to come in, you can catch it immediately. Cause it's like, well, that's foreign to me now. And so I remember being in that place of like the dark depression and anxiety. And anytime those thoughts came, it was normal. It was normal to me, but then I began to speak God's word over my life and say, I'm not going to accept this anymore. And every time those thoughts came in, I'm like, no, I'm going to cast it down because second Corinthians tells me to cast down anything that comes against the knowledge of God and what God thinks about me. So I'm, I'm not going to accept it. And then as I began to speak God's word in place of that, of those thoughts, it was a little foreign at first. It was like, okay, I don't really feel this way, (laughs) but I'm going to speak it anyway, because God's word is truth. And then the more I began to do it, now those thoughts didn't come around as much anymore. And so now I could catch it. As soon as they came up, it was like, no, I don't believe that about myself anymore. And so, yes, it's definitely, it's a process. Yes. And as you were talking about that, we actively take our thoughts captive. You know, I thought that if a thought came in, that I had to accept it, not realizing that we are bombarded with thousands of thousands upon thousands of thoughts a day. And we can be active in what gets to stay and what gets to go. And so that I think goes back to what you're talking about and transforming our mind and renewing our mind. And that comes for us by spending time in God's word, by having that daily time with him, having that that time of, of community, small group, church time, you know, together, building that um, camaraderie together in God's word. And the more we hide that in our heart, the more that we are are just spending that time with him, the more that we are able to see when that anxiety comes with lies or comes with things that are false and not true, we can see it quicker. And then we can take it captive and replace it with what we know 
is truth from God. Yeah, absolutely. And that verse that you're talking about is 2 Corinthians 10, 5. It says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, meaning anything that comes against what God says, it doesn't line up with what God says, but it goes against it. It says, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So we want to make sure that our thoughts are lining up with God's word, because I'll tell you what, John 8, 32 says, it's the truth that we know that makes us free and we can actually be free. That's powerful. That gets me fired up. And I was looking at this version uh, on my phone, when you said the, the reference, we destroy, we destroy those arguments. So to know that the enemy, his arguments, it doesn't get to stay there. We can destroy it, that God is giving us that, that power, that ability to do that. That just gets me a little excited inside just to think, okay, I don't have to accept what the enemy is trying to plant in my spirit. I just want you girls to know you are so loved. You are so loved. We may not can physically see you, but we love you and you matter. And not only do you matter to us, but you matter so much more to God. I mean, he just loves you even more than what, what any of us could, could, could think or imagine. And I just want you to know that the, this battle or the struggle that you might be facing with anxiety, you're not alone in that. Your struggle is real. Jesus told us that we would have troubles, but take heart. Because he has overcome and with him on your side and with us, if when we are believers and followers of Christ, he is in our heart. So we can do what his word tells us we can do. You don't have to wait till you're an adult. You can do these things right now. You can. You can do them. Lean on him. Lean on his strength. Lean on his goodness and his word and just allow him to lead you one step at a time. Stick with the process. Know that it's not going to be overnight. So just continue to go, continue to let his grace just guide you and just know that what the enemy meant for evil, God is going to use for good in your life. Amen. So good. Well, Karis, we're so excited that you're joining us today. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This has been so, so good. (laughs) It's been great. Thank you for having me so much. Yes. So how can these girls connect with you? Are you on Instagram? Are you like, you have a podcast? Who is the podcast for? Yeah, yeah. So I am on Instagram. So you can find me at Kara Snyder, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R. And if you ever want to slide into my DMs and talk about anything, I'm always open to that. I, I love to have conversations and build relationships there. I actually do a podcast for moms. It's called Car Line Conversations. And I literally... Y'all, I sit in the car line while I'm picking up my kids and record my podcast for mamas who are are living that life. I have a YouTube channel as well. You can find me there and a website, karasnyder.com. But Instagram is honestly probably my favorite place to hang out. Yeah, I'm so with you on that one. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. So if any of your moms want a podcast to listen to, here you go. We do have some moms of teen girls that listen in. So so I know that they would, they would be blessed by your podcast. So I love that. All right. Well, again, it was so good to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for, for the opportunity. All right, ladies. I hope that this episode helped you this week. Let me tell you what Karis shared in this episode really does work. They are the same things that I did when I moved from that place of deep, dark depression into God's total freedom for my life. All right, ladies, go ahead and repeat after me. And I want you to really mean it with all of your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me.
All right, ladies, so we have one quick announcement this week before we go, and it is this. We have a brand new tab on our Uncommon Teen app. You can go to uncommonteenapp.com, and you'll see the tab there. It says, Ask Me Anything. You can ask me any questions that you might have. These can be questions based off of podcast episodes that we've done. They can be questions based off of your walk with God. They can be questions about anything. I am going to be taking one podcast episode a month, and I'm going to be answering your questions on that episode. All right, ladies, have an amazing week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever. What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.